On this episode of Money with Friends, big post-merger changes at Charles Schwab as it integrates TD Ameritrade. How will those changes affect trading and investing and your money? It is Saturday, August 7th. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And I'm Joe Salcihi, host of the Stacky Benjamin Show, coming to you live from my mom's half-finished basement now in Stowe, Vermont. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Today's show is brought to you by a NordPass. Money with Friends has a, uh, there's a great deal for our listeners. NordPass, you get a two-year plan and a month free. Get rid of, rid of password stress forever. Enjoy unlimited premium features. A 30, a 30, man, I can't talk today. 30-day money-back guarantee. Save 50% now if you go to nordpass.com forward slash MWF. That's nordpass.com forward slash MWF. I noticed I can't talk today and you are a day in the past, Bobby. It is uh, it is Saturday the eighth. Sadly, the month is moving faster. Oh you my did. goodness! <laughs> That's all right. You no, know, this is such a TGIF, Joe. This is such a TGIF <laughs> because it's just been a lot of behind the scenes chaos. And what we love is that we we do this show live, and we have a fabulous live audience, and they get to see a lot of the behind the scenes. So everyone should definitely join us. We're on YouTube at Money with Friends, and you can see not only do you get to listen to all of the chaos, but you also get to see the behind the scenes. So everyone should join us and they could see why I was so confused about what day it was, <laughs> but I do know it's August and I do know it was Saturday, it's Saturday. So I'm messing, I'm messing up, but I've got two out of three of the date things. Good. That is especially Almost good there. because uh, every day the days seem to blend into each other. But we've got some big news from a merger land. We know that last fall, a TD Ameritrade swallowed by Charles Schwab. Let's see what's going on there. And let's kick it off by seeing which one of our friends can help us start the show. Hey, what's good? This is Rich from Paychecks and Balances. We'll supply the coffee. They'll supply the headlines. That's why I'm down with watch and listen to Money with Friends. All right, this piece comes to us from Investment News. It's written by uh, Nicole Kasperson. The headline is, Charles Schwab to adopt TD Ameritrade's trading rebalancing technology. Charles Schwab announced on Wednesday it'll integrate TD Ameritrade's Thinkorswim and ThinkPipes trading platforms, as well as iRebel, an institutional portfolio rebalancing tool, after closing its acquisition of its former rival. The discount brokerage plans to combine TD's trading platform with its own platform, Street Smart Edge, to provide a unified trading experience for clients, according to the announcement. Schwab did not specify, however, if other TD technologies like Advisor Client, RIA Connect, and most notably VO1 would be considered for integration. The combination of our respective trading team's experience and capabilities with the advanced trading technology of ThinkPipes will create an even more compelling offer for advisors when integration is complete, said Bernie Clark head of Schwab Advisor Services in a statement. Bobby? Schwab plans to retain the Think or Swim, ThinkPipes, and iRibble platforms, along with associated tools, as a part of the overall resulting technology platforms at Schwab after integration, according to a company spokesperson. Still, 
It is unclear if combining TD's trading tools into Schwab's platform means the products will remain standalone offerings, but it makes sense for the firms to keep TD's active trader platform separate and avoid migrating users from one platform to another amid the market volatility that is likely to last well beyond the integration of Schwab and TD, according to eight groups, health, excuse me, head wealth management analyst, Greg O'Gara to consolidate the platforms in this current environment would be too disruptive to their active trader clients. O'Gara said users are entrenched into these platforms that are already well-developed. He said no one in a volatile market wants to change to a new trading interface. Having more trading and rebalancing tools will only make Schwab's portfolio of offerings stronger. He said with iRebel, Thinkorswim and ThinkPipes, I don't see any short-term or long-term reason to consolidate those individual tools as each tool has a nuanced interface the clients are used to. While Thinkorswim is tailored for retail traders, the ThinkPipes platform provides advisors with additional portfolio management, risk analysis, analysis, and the ability to place more more complicated orders and options trades. Schwab's anticipates the integration of the three tech-driven products to take between 18 and 36 months after completing the acquisition, which is expected in the second half of the year. Once the deal closes, where and how the clients of the two firms access their accounts, their pricing, and who they contact for service or advice will remain unchanged until the account conversion process begins. Let's leave it there for now. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think, well, I think this is really interesting, Bobby, because this whole, um, this whole merger, what people really worry about here is, is this just one big company swallowing another or is a, as a end user, am I going to see any better stuff? And I don't know if you've used any of these tools, Bobby, but, but TD Ameritrade was always known for pretty good tools. And I think that in this piece, and this is some kind of behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people on the um, retail side won't see is that they really did a good job of choosing TD Ameritrade's best stuff and saying, we're definitely going to make that a Schwab tool. So from, from where I sit, this shows me that maybe this, uh, maybe this is going to be really good for end users. Well, I like the fact that in a merger, there's a lot of thought going into how the integration goes based on how it's going to work, not just for the company, but also for the clients. As a journalist for so many years on Wall Street, I reported on some of the biggest mergers, which in turn, obviously, were some of the biggest merger flops because quite a few mergers become disastrous. And a lot of that is because the company making the acquisition, because of internal political reasons, often just absorbs the company that they're buying, even if those tools or that product might be better, right. it gets pushed to the company that is sort of the stronger one. It sounds like here they're being thoughtful and saying, okay, even though we're Schwab is buying TD, if we have a product and it's a nuanced interface that those people like, let's think about very carefully whether we want to just push them into our interface because that might backfire on us. That was specifically what I was worried about with this merger was that some of these great uh, TD Ameritrade tools like Thinkorswim were going to get, were going to get covered up. We'd never see them again because somebody's ego, you know, might be hurt at Charles Schwab that Ameritrade had a better tool. Uh, but that doesn't seem to be the case. There's another thing here too that I find interesting, Bobby, and tell me if you feel the same here. Notice, so Investment News, the place we got this from, is a place for financial advisors. And all they're talking about here is how they're trying to give advisors the best tools, the best stuff, the best, the best, uh, the, the best um, uh, uh, data so that advisors can help their clients make better decisions. 
And yet, and I love this discussion because on the advisor side, they're worried about more tools, better decision making. On the retail side, all we hear about is pay lower fees, pay lower fees, pay lower fees, pay lower fees, right? And I get it. And I get that the fee dragon is something that we want to fight. But I think having better tools is something that more of us should be focused on. The pros are really focused on great tools. Not a lot of discussion here about how fees are or how that's going to change. I mean, you know, and we've done our share of you and I were talking about this <clears throat> as we were texting yesterday back and forth, getting ready for this. We've done our share of beating up on Robinhood, right? But Robinhood, Bobby, has no tools. There are no, and people are obsessed with this right. thing with no tools. And Schwab is trying to bring the best tools possible to people. They have so many more features. And I'm not, you know, the Schwab isn't paying us to say this, but why you would go with a platform that has nothing in it versus one that's trying to give you even better tools, whether it's this or one of the other platforms out there beyond me. I think it's important that people be okay. Occasionally, first of all, all these companies for the most part have waived the trading fee. So that became a moot point. So that was a big advantage that people saw at Robinhood. That's no longer the case. But you can't make these decisions on price alone. Sometimes it's okay to buy something that's more expensive because it's going to give you the value and it's worth the money. You and I have had this discussion behind the scenes about our business. And we agree. It, when something is going to be better and help you make more money ultimately, then it is worth paying up. Not all fees are bad because at the end of the day, you want the people that you are doing business with to be able to earn a living and stay in business. So sometimes you shouldn't look, you should always be aware of the fee, but you shouldn't make your decisions only on the fee. And in this case, the fact is the trading fees have actually been removed from the decision-making process. You can yep. get incredible tools really by just having your assets in-house at a certain brokerage firm, whether it be Schwab or a competitor, a lot of them have wonderful trading tools. Now we are, by the way, on a new platform we're trying out for this broadcast, I can see our audience comments. Joe, can you see them under the chat option? I see two. I've got one from Justin saying good morning to us on Facebook. Annette also is here and says the general public doesn't understand the value of the tools that they're paying for, which which actually, Annette, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save my comment there. I completely agree with that, uh, but, um, but, but that's going to be part of my big idea, Bobby. Oh, really? A little sneak preview. Oh, hmm. A okay. little, a little sneak preview. Yeah. In fact, in just a second. Yeah. Well, look, I think, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, uh, uh, do you want to transition to the big idea? We can transition, but I want to make one little point that people always think of things that everything has to be free. And with media, that's been a big problem for the industry that people got used to free, free, free. And then when Netflix came along, they got used to, okay, I'm going to pay because I feel like I'm getting something worth paying for. So that was my analogy. Okay. Now you transition. <laughs> I, totally, I, to I totally agree. Uh, to, uh, in just a second, Bobby and I are going to have the big takeaway, the one I can't wait to tell you, but uh, we'd like to say a big thanks to NordPass for supporting money with friends. You can get rid of password stress forever. Enjoy unlimited premium features, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and save 50% now by heading to nordpass.com forward slash MWF. And when you go there, what you will find is that when it comes to, to uh, your passwords, you want to make sure that you have different passwords everywhere. You want to make sure that they're difficult so that hackers can't get at the password easily. And also, you want to make sure 
that all the people in your family know, all the people that need to know, are able to know exactly what the passwords are. So we get rid of password stress in two ways. Number one, no more asking back and forth, what's the password for this or that? On the other side, no worry that your passwords are all the same. Uh, password one, two, three, as an example. Head to norpass.com forward slash MWF and you'll find the 30-day money-back guarantee up to 50% off and more at norpass.com forward slash MWF. All right, Bobby, you know what? We'll save mine for later. Why don't you go first? What's our big takeaway today? <laughs> So my takeaway is that we talk so much about putting our investing on autopilot and just putting money in on a regular basis and just, you know, not looking at our investments, but it is important to keep up with where we have our money, what tools they have that can be helpful to us, or just if there's other things going on. I mean, what if you were at a company that was acquired by another company and they were shutting down your tools, which is not the case here, but it's really important to be aware of who's got your money and what is going on at that company and make sure that you're using any resources that are available to you. Yeah, I think uh, I totally agree. And on your point really leads nicely, Bobby, into what I was thinking, which is if you want to be better at anything, what do you do? You look at what the pros do. When I was when I was transitioning from being a financial uh, planner into writing more often, I'd written a lot in college, but I hadn't written in a long time. So the first thing I did was went and read what professional writers do. If you want to be great at either trading or if you want to be fantastic at managing your money, you look at how people that are good at that, what they do. And that's when you start to see this difference that we hear about, uh, uh, frankly, not enough, which is... People that are pros worry about having better tools and better better decision-making ability. People that don't know, they worry about just paying lower fees. Because if I don't know what I'm doing, I might as well just pay less for it. So we can either pay less or we can figure out what we're doing. And I think that is the takeaway. By the way, if, if it, listen, if we can lower our fees and have better tools, we still want to pay attention to fees. So my point's not that you need to pay a bajillion dollars. My point is, I think that looking more at what the pros do to get good with their money is a great idea. Well, you said it so correctly. It's not don't pay fees, it's pay attention to the fees and make a deliberate decision about what is worth and what's not. There are times in our life when it is important to have, for example, a live person an actual human helping us, not a robo-advisor, but there's also a, a space for robo-advisors that can make sense for people at different stages in life or with part of your portfolio. It's not a cookie cutter situation. Just as you said so well, Joe, pay attention to what you're paying for. I think that's a great place to cap it, Bobby. On that note, uh, we're going to be back. Speaking, speaking of fees and speaking of knowing what you're getting into, Monday we're talking about MLMs. We're going to have uh, some fun with that. She's Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you again here next time at Money with Friends. Bye-bye. This show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. 
For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.